Greetings and welcome to Shnaim Mikra, the podcast series sponsored by the Orthodox Union hosted at OU.org, where in each podcast we read, study, analyze, and investigate one of the aliyot of this week's parasha. My name is Yitzhak at Shalom, and I'm honored to be studying Parshat Kedoshim with you this week. We are now in the sixth aliyah, which begins in Perak Chaf of Sefer Vayikra, Pasuk Chet, chapter 20, verse 8. <clears throat> which introduces a new subsection of Kedushat HaMachaneh, the sanctity of the camp, which is, as I mentioned in this podcast series on Acharimot, a mirror to chapter 18, the end of Acharimot, which lists the forbidden sexual liaisons and related prohibitions and abominations. And in uh, in this chapter, it, they're presented not from the perspective of Azhara or the ban, but rather... Onesh, or the punishment, the consequence. Ushmartem et chukotai va'asitem otam ani adunai mekadishchem. That's a new phrase here. Not I am Hashem your God, I am Hashem who makes you holy, and therefore you shall be holy, which is the theme, of course, of this entire section. Ki ish ish asheri kalelot avivatimo motumat. This goes now back to Parshat Mishpatim. Anyone who curses his father or mother shall die, avivimo kilel damavbo. Again, it's not just that you are not allowed to, but here is the consequence, and therefore his blood is on his hands, is on his own hands. If a man commits adultery with the wife of another man, uh, the wife of his fellow, which halachically excludes from this particular pasuk, uh, adultery with someone who's married, uh, who, it, it only includes those who are married within the fold. Both the adulterer and the adulteress die. If a man has relations with his father's wife. What does that mean? Ervat aviv gila. He has uncovered the nakedness of his father. Motum tu shnehem dmehem bam. They both are killed, and their own bam, which is kind of a code word for telling us what kind of mitah it is. It's skila. We learned it from something we'll see at the very end of the parsha in the next podcast. kalato, his daughter-in-law. Now, this is daughter-in-law, even if his son's no longer married to her. If his son died or his son divorced her, motum tushnehem tevel asud bam. It is abomination. zachar If a man has relations with a male in the mere fashion sleeping with a woman. Toeva Sushnehem, they have both done an abomination, meaning both the actor and also the object. Motumatu Dmehembam. If a man takes a woman and her mother, which is a corollary to what we had in, in uh Achimot, a woman and her daughter, Zimahi, it is considered to be an an abomination an abominable thing. And therefore the punishment is Srefa, Velotia Zima Betochem, and that's how we erase Zima from the midst. If a man lies with an animal, Motumat, the man the man dies, Vetabehimatahrogu. So the, the Mishnah famously discusses why the animal is killed, and the two reasons given. First of all, because the animal was the vehicle for this person getting killed. The perpetrator died, so it's inappropriate for the animal that was the vehicle for that to remain alive. And the other is because of the shame and embarrassment, this animal's walking around, or he's pointing to it and saying, oh yeah, that's the animal that Plony did X, Y, and Z with, and that's why Plony died. 
It's to referred to in the Gemara as Takala and Kalon. This is the flip side. If a woman comes to an animal, that the animal should have relations with her. Again, the woman and the animal are killed. And again, it's Skila. This has a strange phrase to it. If a man takes his sister, whether she be the daughter of his father, the daughter of his mother, she's either paternal or maternal sister, Virat Ervata. Now to see her nakedness means to have relations with her. Vitirat Ervato. Chesed it's considered a chesed. Now how is this a chesed? What kind of chesed? So, midrashically, the association is made with the very beginning of the world where a man and his sister were how the world was populated. According to the midrash, Cain and his sister were the beginning of the next generations. Um, what it means, Pshat, is very difficult interpretation. They shall be cut off. Ervat achoto gila, because he has uncovered the nakedness of his sister. Avono Yisah, he bears his own, his own crime. Um, um, the Rashbam explains uh, that Chesed uh, here means to treat something lightly, and it's a different meaning of the word than we are normally accustomed to. And Ramban similarly says that chesed here means something like cherpa or shame. So that's, of course, in, in the understanding of Peshat of what this means here, that it's a, a most shameful thing for a man and his sister to have relations together. If a man has relations with a woman who is dava, who is nida, v'gilat ervata et mikorah era. Literally, he has entered into her source, into her makor, which is her womb, but that word, he'era, opens up a door to understanding the range of biota surot, of prohibited uh, intercourse, that it means even at he'era, even at just entering, the prohibition is already there and the liability already accrues. She uncovered her source, as it were. Notice, this and the previous one do not carry with them a death penalty. They are both karet. The nakedness of your uh, mother-sister or father-sister. This is, man, this is your flesh. This is kin. You carry, uh, you carry that, that burden, that sin. Now, who's dodato? Dorato has to be there for B, as we saw in Machrimot, the wife of your father or mother's brother, meaning your aunt. Ervato Dogila, because it's the nakedness of your uncle. Now what does Ervato Dogila mean? We saw it Ervata Viv, etc. It means that the one who your father was intimate with, you became intimate with. Chetami Sao Arim Yamuta. Arim Yamutu is another word for karet. By the way, this is where I mentioned earlier that uh, in the series on Achimot, that uh, the way we understand, the way Chazal understood the parsha of Arayot, both in Achimot and here, is that it's addressed to the, as it were, the head of the clan, and everything radiates out from him, such that there is not necessarily reciprocity. So as a result of that, when we talk about a man taking his aunt, that that is a prohibition and carries with a karet, but if a um, 
a uh, man should take his niece, uh, then um, then that is not a prohibition, and it's perfectly legitimate, and happens throughout Tanakh. That's what the Karaites had a different take on it, and they saw everything here as being reciprocal, uh, which had effects on all sorts of other things well beyond the purview of what we're doing here. Um, if a man takes his brother's wife, Nidahi, meaning she's distanced from him, again it's Karait, and of course that is the one Isur that the Torah in certain conditions trumps with the mitzvah of Yibum. If a man marries his, um, yeah, excuse me, and now the summary of all of this, keep all of my lies, now this takes us back to the end of Achrimot that says that all of the other nations are being spit out of the land because they did these abominations. The land cannot tolerate such defilement. And you make sure that you don't get thrown out of the land by avoiding this. So the question is, does this mean that if the courts do not execute in these cases, then the land will vomit them out, but if the court does its justice, then the land won't? Or does it mean that if there's enough of society that is behaving this way, even if punishment is meted out, nonetheless will be vomited out unclear? Because unlike what we saw at the beginning of the chapter, where... God stepping in, as it were, to punish is only a backup to the court doing its job. Here it's unclear. And if it, if we understand it like the Ramban does, that the land literally has its sensitivity to this kind of defilement, then regardless of whether the court t- does its job, if it continues, then indeed the people will be thrown out. And again, stressing the point, our rights to the land are not automatic rights. They are rights that are born of our having a higher moral calling and a higher moral standard than the nations who we uh, who we dispossess. Okay, we will have the very short final aliyah of Parshat Kedoshim in the next podcast. In the meantime, I wish you have a wonderful day.